Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You can still claim your free audiobook when you sign up to a free one-month trial of the Audible service when you go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble. You might choose Pete's favourite audiobook, Bright Lights, Big City by Jay McEnany, or you might choose Luke's favourite audiobook, Digital Fortress by Dan Brown, or one of nearly 60,000 titles. Go and claim your free audiobook at audible.co.uk slash footballramble now. Open your ears, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete. Hello. And Luke. All right. As if I need any more. Uh, lovely to have you here, as always, gentlemen. Right, it's we're going to... be st- here, Marcus. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, well, yeah. it's good of me to let I you. I feel like you say that every week and we don't really probably appreciate it. Mm. Return the favour. It's lovely to be with you too. Thanks, chap. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, talking to chaps, Roberto Mancini wore a David Platt mask at a Manchester City press conference the other day. If you had to wear a mask of a footballer or someone from the world of football just for a day, who would you choose, Jim? Right, I want to get some clarification on this. How good is the mask? Could people uh, feasibly think I'm the person? Yes. Oh. Like in Mission Impossible, it can it's Oh, like yeah, this is good. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was a piss poor mask Mancini <laughs> yeah. had. Yeah. And was I he mean, wearing it because he had sent Platt out to press conferences and everyone was like chipping off that he, had, he was in the mood or something? It was something like that. And yeah, he said, I think oh, so. He was like, Do you want David? Yeah. It's sort of a They put some effort in, though. It was laminated, you know. I wouldn't laminate a mask just for a <laughs> Who did prank. That? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. that's what I wanted. I, I like. I, it, Scott Sinclair, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, he's got nothing else yeah. on. Roque Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's <laughs> been waiting to laminate David Platt, I imagine. <laughs> he's just um, a pricker. I like, I like the idea of Mancini's thought process behind it because it's quite Alan Partridge. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think I'm not. I laugh. I've got something that will cheer him up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really sort of Italian joke mm. Mm. <laughs> remember that volley against Belgium 1990 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me him <laughs> uh, dear oh dear Jim um, well I would I would wear a mask of Clarence Sadoff purely because everybody loves Clarence Sadoff well, so one. if you could walk around being him for a day effectively you'd get so much free stuff I know what you're thinking you're thinking you might get the old six pack as well aren't you yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in yeah exactly <laughs> and that free kick technique yeah, yeah. no yeah. it is just the mask it's not the mask like Jim Carrey you become can I just say <laughs> no but I, I think I'd try and trick people well, hello Clarence- I'm genuinely Clarence Sadoff uh, Clarence Sadoff mask would probably do that exactly. it would come with powers because people would look at the resemblance and go no oh, I love Clarence Sadoff have some free things it's a, it's yeah. a testament to how much of a specimen Clarence Sadoff is is that he's eight years older than you and you want to be him <laughs> yeah. you want to look like him still yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd like get uh, get away with being a Clarence though like, you'd be like oi Clarence you'd be like what how dare you that'd take, take a bit of getting used to yeah, yeah. Clarence yeah, by the afternoon you'd be away yeah. uh, Pete uh, I would go for uh, Jonas Gutierrez because then I could be in a film Spider-Man oh yeah I've not, would not be, seen it for a while they'd have to wa- they'd have to be filming that day Yes. <laughs> mm. yes. So you go as Jonas Gutierrez, who's just scored a goal about five years ago. I heard the word mask to be quite funny, Jim. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I think the people with masks. Pete, you should have stuck with your Jan van Egger or Hesselink. That's done quite well for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I'm repeating a fair bit. I don't recall. Um, really. The opening yeah. question for Pete is to send him into like an elaborate game of word association. <laughs> yeah. Like he's at a psychiatrist's couch. <laughs> so he show me a butterfly. <laughs> oh, my dad locking me in a cupboard. <laughs> Uh, so yeah Jonas Gutierrez is mm. the final answer there you're also going to be Sven anyway so don't look down <laughs> I, your, I never thought don't that, look actually. down your nose at me it is now uh, <laughs> uh, I'll go for Johan Gorkouf Rob, come on care. come on eh? yeah. imagine being him for a day you'd feel very good about yourself yeah you uh, would fair enough. Yeah. Um, and I've got crippling self confidence issues so I think it really yeah. helped me nonsense, nonsense. <laughs> you'd never know <laughs> oh, um, I'd uh, go for John Terry uh, Jim's got the points um, <laughs> The first ever <laughs> opening question suicide. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't so go for John weird, Terry. Weird hit and run suicide. I'd go for uh, uh, probably Demetrio Albertini, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I wrong. do every week. Uh, yeah, no, Jim's definitely got the points. Clarence Seed of Masks. Cheers, All Clarence. Rounds, quite frankly. Mm. Um, and you could uh, maybe get on uh, BBC Match of the Day. 
Yeah. And improve it I'd somewhat. Have a go. I'd have a go. <laughs> you would literally improve it, that's the thing. Thanks, mate. Uh, but more on that later. Let's uh, zoom off to the Premier League. Uh, we've got to go to Arsenal 5, Spurs 2. <clears throat> Where uh, Arsenal got all three points uh, after Emmanuel Adebayor scored and then was sent off. How much did it's? It's an awkward one, isn't it, with that with the sending off? Because well, they kept their heads, didn't they? They, they, they did, and the game's still got to be won. But um, you just you've no idea how it would have panned out. No, absolutely not. Mm. But th- I think that's a symptom of the North London derby, anyway. <laughs> you know, it's always it's always really topsy turvy. It's, it's you know, it's never going to be a one nil in that game. The no. odds on it being nil nil was sixteen to one, mm. which is um, which is almost like double what it normally. <laughs> Because the odds nil right. normally, or from what I've seen, about eight or nine to one. So yeah, pretty pretty high. Did anyone say Adebayor's not that type of player? Please tell me someone said that. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone has said that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that's also that. the third time that um, Howard Webb has sent him off. Right, uh, I believe. But it was a straight. Um, there's nothing you can do yeah, about it. Was, it? Yeah, yeah. He, he deserved to go. I mean, oh, the absolutely. ball was off off the ground, so maybe it wasn't like the worst red card I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, he obviously deserved. Yeah. Gary Neville was a great bit of punditry because Gary Neville was saying that he looks too pumped up. He looks too mm. pumped up. Mm. Did you see him in the tunnel where he was trying to talk to his Arsenal ex colleagues and no. then nobody was having any of it? <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he kept on going back and going. No, I'm here, I'm here. And like, people were just ignoring him. Sess, Sess, come here. With Nelson the dog. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Mm. That has actually been something Arsenal have been criticised for recently. Actually, being a bit too, bit, well, being a bit too pally generally with, yeah. with people in the tunnel yeah. and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe okay. they're listening. But um, yeah, no, as you say, it is impossible to know how it would have panned out. Spurs really did look on top. They could have had another one with Aaron Lennon quite early yeah, on, but right. um, they just absolutely fell apart. They as really soon did. as Adebayo went off, they all seemed to accept they would lose. And it was a strange one, and you can't take that away from Arsenal. Um, no. To suddenly go at them and, and what a goal from Mertesacker as well. Yeah, it's quite pleasing to see the, the big man getting his neck uh, muscles. I think mm. Vyash Boris deserves a little bit of credit still for at least trying to do something in the second half. He, he, he could have he could have um, just gone right damage limitation, but yeah. he actually flicked his three at the back and tried to actually squeeze the game a little. Mm. Bit. Do you think he was a bit ambitious playing a four four two with Defoe and Adebayo? Uh, I don't I don't it, know well, really because well yeah exactly Defoe's yeah. been very good this season. Adebayo's got a habit of scoring against you know his old club. And he, he did um, again because he played for so many of them. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I think I think it was a reasonable gamble. That, that, yeah, again, it comes down to Adebayo getting sent off. He couldn't have expected that to happen. What he did say after the game, which was hilarious, was that Spurs controlled it from start to finish. So mm. presumably his plan was always to concede five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was more like I can't imagine giving a team talk to those people in uh, that kind of kit. Awful kick. It's a yeah. weird like kick. really sort of like I'd love to see the stats on there. You know, their win ratio. It's it not doesn't look season, like a football kick. It's a Monday night five aside football kick. It yes. is. It's a couple of different ideas thrown together to it see if it, it works. It doesn't it's like really the Barcelona stick out. Like it that we've mentioned. Mm. Uh, but at least that's got colour in it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's got the colour from Spurs kit, maybe. Because <laughs> yeah. if anything, that one's got too much. It's like a dystopian kind of uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon video game where you've got to colour in everything, and but that is before it gets coloured in. It's, it's exactly like that. You're yeah. right. You're right, mate. Epic Mickey 2 out in the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, by, by the way, it's obviously very difficult for Spurs given that they're down to 10. Arsenal are an expansive team anyway. That pitch is quite big. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's the middle of the day. It's difficult for them, you know. And and, and I think that. I, I still think <laughs> the Spurs middle of the day. <laughs> You're dropping in excuses. Well, the humidity. The Saturday, they've probably only yeah. just got up. Yeah, exactly. There's lots of things you've got to look at. <laughs> <laughs> probably been out on the piss the night before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even the Spurs fan I don't know why I said that <laughs> Talk, Talking of such games You went to see a, a game In the combined county I only saw you? the first 20 minutes Of the North London derby Because mm. I was off to see South Kilburn Versus Westfield In the combined counties Division 1 The there's big a, one There's a North Kilburn <laughs> Yeah Yeah I've not seen them I don't know what they're, know what they're like You didn't realise There was yeah. a divide Ten Strides confidently Through the post Tenth tier non-league football Yeah Grassroots okay. no, no, It's not grassroots That's a bit Oh, oh yeah, so that's great. big time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But it's um, there is a level of amateur there. It was, it was good. It was really interesting. The visit, uh, they had a big man up front, uh, South Kilburn. I'm saying, I'm going to stick my neck at and say it was called. He was six foot eight. I reckon? looked him up on the website uh, the next day, and his Wikipedia. name and his name was Melford Simpson. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a good name. Nice. He's listening. What, what was the He terrorised them. South Kilburn were most one nil victors, but Westfield deserve a special nod because I think they lined up in a three four three, which is pretty <laughs> good. Right. Well, they got, they got beat, but it's <laughs> yeah. it pretty interesting to see. Good was pitch. How was the pitch? Oh, the pitch was one of the worst pitches I've ever seen. <laughs> was it, was there some uh, some good stereotyping uh, with the chanting and all that kind of stuff? No, because I was, there was about twenty people there. Did anyone shout "Get it in the mixer"? Sorry, what we're talking about? Not chanting. Uh, shouts from the players. Sorry. Oh yeah, lots of that. Yeah, that's, um, when when. 
uh, Westfield conceded I think it was their assist- assistant coach no no he said oh. um, <laughs> I don't know why because I just conceded the goal but I promise you shattered this that's what we do Westfield isn't it we dig deep we dig deep <laughs> which is good deep but we dig the, the notes I had um, from the game because I, I knew we might, might talk about it on the show um, the only note I can make out is uh, the ball spent a lot of time in the air and there was about 10 tackles a minute <laughs> 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 one thing I would say is though Good. it really hit home for me because the pitch was really bad like one of the worst I've seen mm. and the, this kick came on at half time he's only about 18, 19 and he was an absolute wizard of a dribble yeah. I couldn't believe how he could dribble so well on that pitch mm. and it makes me think of why sometimes players at yeah, professional totally, level yeah. use a bit, as a bit of an excuse or the pitch cut up a bit mm. compared mm. to that it was nothing that pitch was like a Pringle yeah. it was all over the place dear, oh dear. Mm. but it's a good game anyway 1-0 to, oh, uh, to South Kilburn just the, top of the league. just the one goal mm. not mm. like the North London derby um, so yeah a good win for Arsenal against Spurs and a good win for was it South Kilman? South Kilman, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, great stuff. So often the two go hand in hand. Yeah, they do, <laughs> yeah. uh, both North London sides. And let's get out of London and go to Norwich, where they had a fantastic win against Manchester United, one nil. And what a header it was to win, mm. win the match. Anthony Pilkington, yeah, they've got a satisfying amount of kind of. Um, old school names at Norwich like Anthony Pilkington mm. Robert Snodgrass yeah, Snodgrass yeah, yeah. he's Scottish yeah, yeah. isn't he Snodgrass, I really like Wes Hulahan I think he's an yeah Wes Hulahan's yeah. another one mm. Grant Holt yeah, yeah. remember <laughs> may not have a poor they, they were not they, they? they? Yeah. air shots from Van Persie he's good for that I mean he's absolutely lethal but you will get an air shot can, from him here can, and I, so ask, can I just put, put a question to the floor which may be a bit harsh go on do May United remind, with Van Persie remind you of how Milan were with Zlatan Every so often, the game gets a bit away from them, and they need them to bail them out. Just get it and, to and, him, and they keep United keep relying on Van Persie to get them out of trouble. They go behind a lot; they've gone behind a lot this season, yeah. and and Van Persie couldn't bail them out this time. And there was no nothing like the intensity you're used to. Isn't seeing that their kind of focus anyway, though? Just get it to Van Persie. That's, is that, yeah, but that's fallible, isn't it? Yeah. And, I, and I thought the, go- the goalkeeper was particularly good in this match. Oh yeah, he was, was like, superb. Was absolutely absolutely world class at one point. But that's the thing about Manchester United. It, I think that because Ferguson's still there, it'll be, it'll be so interesting, of course, when Ferguson leaves um, for obvious reasons. But Ferguson being on that touchline, I think his presence alone scares the life out of the opposition. And the whole aura around Manchester United, which Ferguson has built up. If you look at that Man United side, it's not a particularly great team, is it? No. I mean, it's not that surprising that Norwich beat them you know Chelsea on paper Man City on paper are better than United would you be, would you be happy with Giggs if you're a Man United fan with Giggs and Carrick in the middle well this is what I'm away from home. Home. No, but that's there for the taking yeah. I mean, they're decent players of course weirdly Carrick has got something like he's in the top 10 for completed passes in Europe yeah he, I think he's right. in the top 5 he uses the ball very well but he's not the most mobile of him but I'm saying if you, if you, no, you want to go at them I mean, if you're going to take a traditional English approach You'd get at them. Mm. Well, it's been working well for Tottenham at Old Trafford, as we said. Exactly. And Norwich have been defending brilliantly at home. Hewton's starting to put a bit of a stamp on his team now and actually getting you know, getting them stuck they, in. They, they beat need, Arsenal as well. well. They, they need to show a little bit more teeth. They've had no yeah. penalties all this season. I think the last penalty was like, you know, the, the, the back end of last season and stuff. And the, the, I think they got one in the League Cup and stuff. And he's been sort of saying that we need to get a little bit more nasty, sort of speak. Mm. But it kind of like speaks volumes about Chris Hewton as a man. He's kind of a bit nice, you know. Yeah, I know. He, yeah. needs, he needs a little bit more teeth, I think. They're on a bit of a run, though, Norwich. I'm telling you now, though, the South Kilburn midfield would have got right at them. <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah, right amongst it. Right mm. amongst it. Well, yeah. and, and, but Man United have, have struggled at Norwich. I mean, last season it was only a last minute gigs goal that, that, that got them out of trouble there. So Remember Not Dean Ashton time. scoring for Norwich to beat Man United as well at Carrow Road. No, no, right. What a lost yeah. hand. Absolutely. Good, good player. Uh, what, a, what a shame. Well, it, as I said, it will be interesting um, when, when Ferguson leaves Manchester United, of course. Um, have you heard some news? That we haven't. Yeah, actually yeah, Very prevalent in the. Uh, no, when he when he does leave, I'm saying. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah, it will. But why? Uh, why? Why, why, why now, Marcus, are you bringing this up now? now? Well, because Eric Cantona. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. I see. said he would like to manage Manchester United one day. It's not all he said, is it? Uh, it's not all he said, and I'm going to tell you exactly what he said. Um, <laughs> whether this is what he said or not, um, he, he's of course the currently uh, the director of football at the New York Cosmos. I don't think he does much. Easy money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easy <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did say this. I would say United is special. Of course, I would do it today. I'm with the New York Cosmos. No one's even asked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he's got a lot of time to talk. <laughs> a response to a question. A lot of time to talk. Um, uh, today I'm with the New York Cosmos, but if one day there is an opportunity, why not? Like diving from here to the sea, watching, speaking to the fish, octopus, crabs, journalists. I love to watch United winning things, and I want Ferguson to be manager forever. He, Has he forgot what he was talking about at the start? It's confused. Yeah. It's like I want to manage them, and I want Ferguson to be manager forever. I thought forever. he was going to start singing Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid <laughs> at one point. It's good to know he hasn't changed. It's sort of become a parody of himself, though, in a way, it's, it seems. And also, is he just 
just forgotten English? Is he just sort of guessing at sentences and just he throwing is, them together? He is, he is not the answer. <laughs> no. Man, no, oh, no, no, no. Whatever I the main question is, he is not the oh. answer. Funny, like, retire at like 29, 31, just went, yeah, I'm not doing football anymore. No, I, I don't know. Managed anyone I'll tell you what, like, though, oh, if he was manager, it wouldn't have been 1 0. <laughs> for, for about five years <laughs> no. after he retired, he wouldn't answer any questions about football. Now you can't shut the fucker up. <laughs> Maybe he was rehearsing for a new play or something. Just. <laughs> In the middle of his statement, well, he, he broke down that lines. fourth wall, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine him saying that in the response to nothing, and the bloke in the room going, "Shall I get a pen? Do you want me to get this down? Is this going out there? Is it? Oh, the window is open. Yeah, fucking out there, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, uh, right. Uh, another amazing result on on the weekend was West Bromwich Albion two Chelsea one Champions League place. Steve West Clark. Brom. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Clark. What a win! What a win! Great dude. win. The thing I love about West Brom at the moment as well is um, you know obviously they went one 0 up against Chelsea and then when Chelsea pegged them back uh, they never ever looked like oh this is our chance gone now no. so many of the sort of you know less supposed lesser sides in the Premier League do when one of the big boys gets back into the they game they just stuck at shop, it shop at the back don't they and go oh, yeah. God, we'll, we'll, well if we keep it a one all we'll get you know a point so yeah. but no they, they absolutely always looked like they knew they could score again and that, it was brilliant and Shane Long is great yeah with Shane Long I think James Morrison deserves a lot of credit yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of players plays really well, putting a shift in there yeah yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of energy, yeah, Morris. I like and him. Mal- and Malumbu's an absolute tank as well that allows <laughs> yeah. other players oh to goodness, sort of. Yeah. You know. And Odin Wingy, of course. Yeah. He's a great player. But he's proved that many but times. Chelsea before. rotated a few players out, didn't they? They had um, Bertrand in as, as Puliqueta playing fullback. Yes. Mm. And you, you often wonder with those three behind Torres, how much coverage, I mean, how much cover are those fullbacks getting yeah. from, from those players? You're not going to, I mean, you, you look at the lineup they can choose from. They've got uh, Oscar, Hazard, Moses, Sturridge, and Mata. Mm. I mean, how many of those sort of rotating three are going to get back and help, mm. help their fullback? That's why Ramirez is important for them as well as he's absolutely mopping up for the rest of those players when he's when in there when he's in there as well yeah. um, what did you think of Sturridge I mean he's, he makes all the right noises Sturridge he wants to he says I'll be a 20 goal season man play me up the middle he's often going on and on about it he had a number of chances and okay he was in the positions but he didn't play up front because Torres played up there didn't true, he true but, but what I'm saying is for a guy who, who so desperately wants to be the goal threat to miss a hat full of good chances mm. like that it's not good for him. Torres did a few last season, to be fair. Though. <laughs> well, Torres has been doing it. I mean, he's performing in fits and starts, Torres, but he's been yeah. doing it. The, the thing with Sturridge is, yeah, I, I, I'll defend Sturridge because I think he's a good player and I like him. The, the, the chances he missed against West Brom were symptomatic of a player who doesn't play very often. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you need to, and it's a, it's a funny um, bind that managers and, and football teams are in because they need to, I mean, Dimitri needs to win games, there's no question about that. Mm. So, four he, without a win now for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And he, but he can't give Sturridge four, four or five games to get yeah. his eye in. No. He's got to perform straight away. Mm. Well, it's impossibly hard for him the storage that you get here at Chelsea is not even the storage you saw at Bolton he has never had a run of games in his career like he had at Bolton yeah. you know, and, and he, he was excellent he, he was free scoring because so, he had that run of games so together in his, to leave his position then, well yeah that might be the case Mm-hmm. I mean, but you, you wonder if Chelsea will make a decision on Torres as well because he's he's not it, it doesn't seem reliable yet, does he? Mate, he didn't even look like he wanted to be there against West Brom. That's mm. the that's the worry. His mm. his confidence is through the floor. Well, Chelsea, another side who linked with Falcao, of course, we talked about. Um, well, they talking. Yeah. <laughs> Sturridge might as well take his boots and go if he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because realistically, for the big games, Sturridge isn't going to start in those three behind Torres anyway. No, no. Is he? he's, it's impossible for him to see. Um, a constant place in the side given the players they strengthened with in the summer given the talent they've got at their disposal he's not going to get a run but the only way to get a run is if, if, if someone drops Torres and he plays right up front all he can do is just keep his head down though start just you know playing well in training and scoring goals when he gets a chance and he didn't do that against West Brom he didn't take his chance he, well, he's, he, but he's one of those players that you know for fact he's sort of reached a level in his career where he's playing for Chelsea is he going to want to go back down to you know depends to what his priorities are though Pete isn't it, it well exactly yeah, yeah but you know what it would be a hard decision to make you can, ima- you can see why players spend maybe a couple of seasons too long trying mm. to break into a team because you wouldn't want to give up on it that quickly because they back themselves as well yeah and Adam mm. Johnson as well said when he when he left City in the summer to go to Sunderland he was talking about you know I've won a league title I can always look back on that in my career as if he's, he'd accepted he'd never hit those heights again mm, which is right. interesting yeah that is interesting Cause I, I think Johnson's good enough to play for a, a top side again and he, he could that get there again that ball through to Fletcher at the week, uh, yesterday was absolutely super yeah, great yeah. finish as well yeah, yeah. yeah indeed that was a great result for, for Sunderland um, away mm. to Fulham and uh, it was a great result for, for Swansea away to Newcastle it was interesting we, we talked a little bit about Swansea saying oh, you know is, is Loudrop going to get them going one thing or another and we've also talked about Fulham and how well they've done they're both on the same points mm. yeah yeah. New, Newcastle have got a lot of injuries haven't they a lot of players out at the moment we yeah. just keep on playing the, Newcastle just keep on playing the long ball all the time and it's just weird like they, th- they think Andy Carroll's still there <laughs> it's perverse the, like, play, the players you've got out though Obertown, Gutierrez Ryan Taylor Kabaye, Perch 
Gosling yeah, and Phuket. Yeah, but players like Gosling or Batan and Taylor aren't are hardly. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say the big ones would be you know anybody in central defence, and I think that's what needs to be strengthened in January. And to, yeah, 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 exactly. He, he's like the main one. Tiot has just come back and stuff. But he, is that not two defeats at home in a row now? It's it's one in ten wins. Uh, we've only had one in ten wins in the league. Right, okay. and we just keep on. You know, we've got another Europa League match uh, this week. It'll be another case at the weekend, sort of going. Oh well, uh, you know, it's a, a, a Euro, Europa League hangover and stuff. But you can't keep saying that because no, no. it's a long old competition. Yeah, of course, absolutely. And, they, and we and Newcastle just don't have the squad for it, I suppose. Mm-hmm, indeed. Um, uh, we talk about our QPR. We can, well, we're just going to mention Reading too. Everton won a great yeah. result for uh, Reading's for first Reading. win. Exactly, and and um, and Everton. Ah, oh, dear. So much at the start, and I've, I they've only lost one. <laughs> they've only lost that one. Come on, no, they've, they've lost no, twice. No, no, no. But uh, but I mean, they, they've been playing so well all this season. No, I know. Like, I'm it's just not like they, they've lost the league today. No, they? no, no. Of course, but uh, it's just we were talking about them um, with sloppy results, and, and it would be great to see Everton up there. And I think Everton's problems are all kind of easily solved, and I I, you okay. know, I think they'll come back. Well, Make a call, Jim, and uh, they just, they, they're they going to win the league. Yeah, they need a decent striker. Mm. Well, well, he Elevich, Elevich. Yeah, he's probably the only one they've got. He, yeah, well, they, they, and Nietzsche Big started well. He's injured now. Um, depth in that position. Nietzsche Big's story of his career. He can't stay yeah. fit. They need to do some business in January. I think. Yeah, there you Everton. go. Right, Queens Park Rangers. They're not getting away with. Off it you go, week. Luke. Utter shit. They were indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, f- a friend of mine went to the game and he said it was d- really was depressing. I mean, it was. He said the home fans gave their own team so much abuse. They were cheering when Basinga came off when he yeah. was subbed off and all the rest. Of it. He said it, it was like nothing he'd ever seen before because mm. he normally got, goes to watch Arsenal. Well, I, I um, from from what I saw, you know, the, the first goal they conceded against Southampton uh, at the weekend was the worst. Passage of Premier League play I've seen. I can never remember. Oh, no, I, ca- I counted from the corner. QPR had eight chances to clear the ball. The, yeah. the ball from the from when the corner come over, there was eight phases of play where mm. they didn't clear the ball. They couldn't get near the ball. They couldn't hook it away properly. They couldn't make a challenge. Mm. And it was one of those things that if you keep doing that, it's like a pinball machine. Eventually, mm. the pinball's going to go down the fucking hole. You've got to get rid of it. it and they were nowhere near it. The second goal when. Um, Punch and roll, let the ball roll across his body. Lovely finish. Great finish. Oh, yeah. But, mate, the two set backs are 15 yards apart. And it, it, the whole yeah. goal to aim You could just imagine. Well, he actually curled it into the bottom corner. Look, because he had so much. So it was like, a, very much. It was like yeah. a golf chip. Or a golf shot. You could just imagine Adkins, you know, saying, right, we're away from home. We're coming up to London. We need to get a result here. We've got a chance. Da, 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 da. And the game starts, and suddenly QPR go to pot, and he's going, right. We're on. Come on, they're yeah. letting us have this, and let's take it. Thanks very much, and then we're off because it was so piss poor from but, uh, QPR. I mean, there's a home game against Southampton. They haven't won a, a game all season. They've got to be looking at that, thinking that at least one bloody point. Well, it's interesting that the pressure has been mounting on QPR game after game, and they're just not responding to it. But, the but, players seem almost unaware of it, but, just like they're coasting through the careers. But do them. you not think it's a case that QPR have got all these big names who have won championships a few years ago or scored goals a few years ago? Who in that? side do you look at and, and, and they really give a damn I mean mm. does Cissé care that much Zamora doesn't seem to want to play football anymore Basingua well he is injured for the rest of the season probably, probably. well no but they were talking sorry I, but they were, they were talking about um, Zamora before that he just really wasn't interested mm. as well but the, prob- the problem with QPR and I've said this before in my view is he doesn't, they don't know what team they are the team they knew what they were uh, when they brought Hughes in last year they knew that to stay up backs to the wall mm. he's mm. got all these new players coming in a, a, a massive amount of players and they don't know what they want to do and, 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 and the situation is the reality of the situation is they go to Old Trafford next week mm. and they're going to get beat and, and they, they for the next the, the, and, and uh, Hughes, if Hughes is still on this job at the end of the month it'll be the biggest surprise for mm. the last the I mean, they've got to get what, something like 1.3 points for every remaining match in the Premier League and that is not that's relegation for yeah, me that's ridiculous they, they don't yeah. look like I, I can't see where they're getting the next point well I mean weirdly they are now because c- you know the situation is as dire as that they should know what team they are again they're a team in an absolute scrap for their lives <laughs> but they don't look like they've got the players that are up for that but who, exactly who are you going to bring on well Sean Wright Phillips Kieran Dyer yeah you know, these are all it's, people, it's, it's just it's bench warmers but almost. it's like the, the, uh, the, the chairman or whoever makes the signings Oh, this player's. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. He was good a few years ago. Wasn't yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him. The sticker That's album from 2005. Exactly. That's what's <laughs> yeah. going on there. Yeah. And you know that Southampton. I mean, you know, credit to them because it's an away win and it's a, it's a good, you know, it's a great, great, great three points for them. But you can see how fallible Southampton are at the back. You know, yeah. Junior Hall scored a header.
header from a really speculative <clears> ball in and, and then at that point when, they, when <clears> it was 2-1 or whatever it was you think go on kick on from there then the concentration for the third goal they conceded short corner took them about three or four seconds to react mm. there's no excuse for that you know, the manager, and I understand the players take responsibility as much as the manager does <clears> but if you're in a position where you're in a home game against a fellow and that's early days but against a fellow rele- relegation threatened side and you're not even concentrating to set pieces yeah. you're not even stepping up and, and closing the ball down when they take a short corner and letting them come into the area it's, it's embarrassing yeah at that level is embarrassing there's absolutely no excuse for and, it and when, and when a player like Tarat is, is one of the few who look as though he is trying to roll up his sleeves and, and get stuck in mm. you think bloody hell what are the rest of them playing <laughs> mm. but Tur- and the thing with Tarat is he's just not fit enough no. he, he, doesn't, he doesn't take his training seriously no you of know, course not the, st- the stories of, 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 of under Warnock is you know that he used to say to Tarat on Tuesday yeah, afternoon right yeah. see you on Saturday yeah, exactly because he'd just be too disruptive so is he really a player you can rely on for 90 minutes every week of course he isn't mm. but, but, but what about Mark Hughes though I mean Hughes you know famed for, for Organising teams, what well, famed is too strong. It's fair having a, a good second season, and he hasn't had one. <laughs> Not mm. at all. Not at all. I mean, well, I mean this, like, this could this is really bad for Hughes. Like in terms of his career, where does he go after this? This could finish him off. It's it's that bad. Mm. He's like, going really to go and rebuild away somewhere. You have to, you have to take take time to rebuild his career because. Yeah, all these players that have come in, he's not he's not bonded them. He's not got them anywhere near sort of. Um, Sort of playing for each other or working hard or any of this other stuff. Yeah. Well, Cissé, Cissé was great when he came in uh, at the start of well, at the start of his QPR career. And he's got what one or two goals now. Like Come that, and yeah. save us, Harry. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's well, there's, the there's no there. harmony at, at QPR, and that's Not from between the between the fans, the players, the manager, and the board. It it's just discordant everywhere. And and to be honest. It wouldn't be surprising if Hughes was was shown the door very soon because, as you say, there looks like there's nothing in that cycle mm. of nonsense that's going on that's going to change any of that. No, and you need it would probably take someone like Redknapp mm. to oh, get yeah. Old Trafford next weekend. <laughs> Don't get any easier. Yeah. No. You, you one go, nil you, win, you, guaranteed. You, <laughs> yeah. Man, you're well. So <laughs> fifty to one on the nil nil. Put it in perspective, though. They go in Saturday into the game at Huntersmampton at the back of their mind, knowing they go to Old Trafford next week. And they don't get a win. Mm. They don't get any points. Mm. What sort of confidence going to be like at the, at the club? You know, it's crazy. Absolutely. Zero, crazy. Oh, zero. before you go away from the Premier League, I've got a Michael Owen hamstring update. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're fucked. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. I was looking forward to it. Did, did they tell him to that. like sit up straight or something? Like, they, they yeah, they said just sit up straight and like your hamstrings will be a lot, loads better. Remember how to buy a new car like back in the day because <laughs> his, his hamstrings were being too really? stretched. Oh, the man's wow. just a. It is a shame that he was. He was. Pushed so hard at such a young age, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's come back to help. He's, he's hamstring prone. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't he got four of them? He Isn't there some e- weird? Jim, he thing can't like even that? have ham in a sandwich. No, it makes him remind. It's a shame. He yeah. can't even have silly string. <laughs> no, no. Do you still get that? Probably. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, right, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go crazy. We're going to zoom all the way over to Serie A. What? Um, what? Everyone in La Liga won, so uh, don't worry about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'm a Bill Bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, business as usual in La Liga. Yeah. Uh, in Serie A, Milan came back from 2 0 down um, away to Napoli, which is not a bad point considering. Mm. Um, although they've probably been disappointed well, to be 2 0 down. Yeah, did you see the circumstances of them being 2 0 down? Yeah, like, well, the had an absolute mare <laughs> on both the of them. Worst <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but that man, um, El Sharawai, um, who we've talked about a lot this season, who, who is very much stepping up. Um, got both goals and uh, Milan came away with a point um, Milan president uh, an all round good egg Silvio Berlusconi last Friday flew in by helicopter to give the players a little pep talk how is uh, he allowed a helicopter the amount yeah. of trouble that man's in <laughs> he could go anywhere well, he, yeah. couldn't, he couldn't drive around the place could he <laughs> that, that's, um, stones would reach his car if he was, um, uh, apparently this pep talk lasted about 10 minutes after which he hugged um, El Sharawi uh, and then shook hands with the players and the manager I don't know why he got a hug but I don't understand because presumably he went to the the team to talk a bit about how it's a time for austerity because they need the money and they couldn't turn down these offers and the money's coming in from all these players yeah. but he turned up in a helicopter yeah. it's like austerity begins at home mate <laughs> <laughs> Get the bus. Well, it's almost certainly his personal helicopter. No, he's, right, so he's probably different. paid for the rent the whole year. I watched um, Italy 1, France 2 midweek on El Sharawi scored. Didn't yeah. He? And yeah, actually, he dedicated that goal to Berlusconi. The, the coverage of Rai Uno was one of the, some of the strangest things I've ever seen. They, 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 um, they cut to about five post match interviews, and they were bringing out player after player. And towards the end of the programme, El Sharawi came out, and so they sat him on a stall. And they said, um, "All right, yeah, we'll Sing. talk. We'll talk to El Sharawi <laughs> after the break." 
Um, and they went to a break and the programme just finished <laughs> he went to like another programme I was like is he still sat there yeah. but obviously he made it back to, to, to Naples for the, uh, for the Milan game yeah well, that's strange. true uh, Berlusconi also commented in the press about Milan's big sales over the summer stating we saved 130 million euros with the sales and nobody during this economic climate would have turned that down you see real fans in times of difficulty I expect the team to be supported after 26 years of caviar and champagne patience is needed he said quaffing caviar and champagne <laughs> yeah. Smoking, to be fair though, smoking just, money. Just, <laughs> just because he's a hypocrite doesn't mean he's wrong. You know that mm. is the case at the Milan. At Milan, they're in horrific debt. You know. Mm. When well, I wrote that down, I didn't think someone would side with Berlusconi. I'm not be siding right. with Berlusconi. No, no, you, but I, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Actually, mm. so um, Robinho still at Milan and played an amazing through ball uh, for. Oh, he sure did, one. didn't yeah. he? Because because so many players have left, you sort of forget yeah. that Robinho's still there. <laughs> well, I think that's the Robinho's, forget, Robinho's yeah. one of those players where you just forget him generally. You know, because he. He's such a sort of um, it, he's, he's sort of that, that archetypal player from the city here of like oh god really expensive player hey, he's alright isn't he just sort of like like an almost made up player you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's such a shame because he was excellent for a season or two or whatever it was at Real Madrid like really he's, good he's got about 90 Brazil caps yeah, yeah he's, well he's, he was captain for a while there you go in Milan he's like he missed the bus like he was sort of asleep yeah. mm. or dozing off looking out the window and they said where's, where's everyone gone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should be out the door I'm, I'm like a big name but yeah. he I mean he can't finish his dinner you know but he yeah. um, he linked well with Zlatan often as you know, anybody with but a when he played, but he, he, I think Rabinho is most effective when he's a little bit deeper. He yeah, of course he is. Yeah, which is why, he, yeah, when he gets in the final third, get rid of it. Yeah, because if he's shooting or trying to, you know, it's, it's not going in. It's not <laughs> going in, Pete. Simple as that. Um, Juventus drew nil nil with Lazio at home. Uh, dropping points the old lady mm. but they, they didn't lose so they're back up to what two games unbeaten now yeah. <laughs> it must be baby so step, gutting baby yeah. step. it must be so gutting wasn't it it's almost as gutting as when Arsenal had those t-shirts and they got beat by United well I didn't see so that so we are going well, to win they had <laughs> 49 games unbeaten and they had their t-shirts saying 50 not out didn't they oh they right beaten. god they had them all had them underneath their shirts which made yeah. it worse it's all or nothing really because if you win it it's yeah. brilliant that's true um, uh, Juve man Nicholas Bentner said he's open uh, to a move back to London that's fine though Max is on loan so that's what yeah. we announced a few weeks yeah, ago exactly. oh is that right yeah. okay the um, week where everyone got something wrong and I don't <laughs> think I did <laughs> yeah but he didn't say which North London club Pete <laughs> because he still is technically an Arsenal player but he said history is filled with examples of players moving between rival clubs and I can't rule out other clubs due to where I might have been in the past I think Wenger's been on the phone to him going go on rub it in say that you <laughs> want to play for Spurs <laughs> I think I heard all every single London club at the same time just go no 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 Mark Hughes well, I don't know he might just be the <laughs> man from, to say me Big Sam just went mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even, even Wenger's probably going no nah, no nah, we sold him didn't we <laughs> yeah. what yeah. He oh what yeah. I have to I sell him again it was done. so hard get me Pat Rice on the phone yeah. I need to take some paperwork <laughs> South Kilburn are interested they've <laughs> um, uh, got Melford is that right? Melford no, that's true, true. Um, he did go on to say it might not be the best idea but if the project <laughs> matches my ambitions I would have to be interested some goals and stay where you are for a bit go to Nicky. China and make an absolute hat for me called his paddy power pants up and went remember these <laughs> try yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. You can distill it into one word. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and you've uh, also wound up the idea of trying to bring uh, Didier Drogba in on loan um, as the Chinese season has finished and Drogba is wanting to stay fit for the African <laughs> Cup. just went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'll go to Spurs. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Queen's Park Rangers will definitely have him. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, imagine him turning up the train and Drogba. What are you doing here? <laughs> Oh dear um, Inter drop points at home as well To Cagliari um, An incredible miss from Diego Melito In that Amazing. game Amazing well. Two like, yards really, out max I don't like to see that from <laughs> Sandra from Redknapp genuinely could have finished it sort of, <gasps> Where sort did he go? Over the top or to the side? Over the top, over the top. top. Lovely, lovely. Top, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Great goal from Cagliari Where um, the Inter goalkeeper Handanovic Ran out to try and close Because someone had a shot And it came off the post And came back into the area It was a bit of a goal wasn't it? Yeah and Handanovic mm. legged it out To try and close him down Fell over his own defender <laughs> <laughs> The guy just buried it Lovely There's a lot of clownish goalkeeping in Serie A Weekend. Um, uh, uh, Inter president Massimo Moratti was furious with the referee after Inter had denied a big penalty claim and he stopped in his car Redknapp style um, outside the ground just before driving away saying I cannot stay quiet in these circumstances that penalty was as big as a house <laughs> <laughs> so good I don't think there's any plot against us it's just that referees are incapable of doing their jobs that's a fine <laughs> <laughs> no, so the Kalia just turns up that's a fine <laughs> 
I like that doing me he's just kind of going I cannot stay quiet in these circumstances <laughs> <laughs> I am not moving until we get a penalty <laughs> we do it here in the car park yeah. I love that I can't stay this quiet it's not a press conference he's driving yeah. away I can't yeah. I mean oh. it, it sort of implies that he'd be saying that anyway even if no one was yeah. around oh, I imagine he would be yeah <laughs> uh, what about the battle of the two he says, it, he says it every week yeah. and, they, and they've just cottoned on right let's get around there and bring the mics <laughs> what about the battle of the two Antonios Conte and Casano yeah Ooh. AC AC no Tasty. one's coming out here any at all <laughs> um, AC yeah. squared <laughs> there's a little more of words isn't there in the press because um, uh, Conte was asked last week why well, Juve didn't bid for, for Casano and he said that Casano is all talk and he's not the kind of player that um, Juve want and Casano heard this and he was saying what Conte said I'm all talk I'm not the one who's suspended for failing to report match fixing I've done but many surely that backs up Conte's yeah. thing yeah. he doesn't talk yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no talk I suppose yeah. so, to his right. detriment <laughs> he said if I, I have done many silly things in my career for which I have been banned um, however if Conte starts talking to me about morality then it's the end of the world <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no hint of a half measure in Italy is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely oh, glorious yeah. um, and then Conte said well first of all I never use the term morality despite that I, despite the fact I have it in spades <laughs> When asked about um, how I choose players for Juventus, I said we look at the man, by which I meant how he interprets the role of footballer in a professional manner, uh, and went on to, to list another few things. And he said, uh, Mr. Cassano has already showed many times over his career, both on and off the field, such as his impressions of Fabio Capello at Real Madrid and insulting gestures at the referees and other incidents that he does not have the required characteristics I am looking for. It's like two keyboard warriors slogging it out on an internet forum, isn't it? <laughs> There's got to be some sort of journalist go between in this. <laughs> Go, oh, they're yeah. <laughs> just running back and forth. Yeah. Oh, he called you a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Taunting the big kid at school. <laughs> oh, super! I think that's all for Serie A. Um, oh, what about Fiorentina? A little word for them. Okay, little, little word for them. Aquilana got two goals. Remember him? And Luca, Luca Toni scored a header. Who would have thought? <laughs> they got five in a row. Fiorentina, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They are. Doing well. I don't think Jovetic is back yet either. Uh, is Luca Toni like fifty now? He'd be mm. thirty-five. Yeah, I think he's about thirty-five. Yeah, and, and they've got obviously got bigger, uh, big Montea at, in, at the helm. That's right. Yeah, he's done a good job. Another man who likes a header. Mm. Uh, right to the Bundesliga we go, and uh, immediately we see that Bayern Munich have dropped points um, away to Nuremberg. It's only for the second time this season, but they're still eight points out in front. So mm. don't you worry about that. Mandzukic scored again, didn't he? It's been an absolutely amazing yeah, time for them. Just pretty, yeah. straight away. Just I think it's nine goals in the league now for them. Yeah, he's like in excellent form. He really is. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the the big disappointment of the Bundesliga weekend for me is Sydney Sam never scored for oh, Bayer Leverkusen. Sydney, Sydney uh, Sam. Sydney Sam. I uh, interrupt Frankfurt one again. They, they did win again. Ars- they four two, and they're still up there. They're in third. I mean, they they are a good few points, as I said, behind uh, Bayern Munich. But still, um, but yeah, exactly. But newly promoted side, aren't they? Yeah. Still right up there in third uh, on the same points as second place Schalke and, and one above uh, fourth place Dortmund. But there's some other news coming out of Germany, ladies and gentlemen. Munich 1860, who are currently playing in Germany's second tier, being strongly linked with Sven Goran Eriksson. Wow. Yeah. Didn't Sven. Are you doing these links yourself now, just so you can talk about Sven? Are you seeding these the stories? Last, the last I heard about Sven, and this is, this is some news for Pete, and you might be aware of it, Pete, he, he applied for the Hartlepool job and they said no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> along, along with. Like, Phil Brown got, like, you know, quite close to the actual uh, managerial uh, position, but uh, also a um, Sabutio manager from Essex as well. Judge a man by the company he keeps, that's exactly. it. Wow. Sven and Phil Brown. Ugh. And Sabutio. But man. can you imagine Sven getting Tor Griff on the phone, just going, well, I've had enough of this. Just just get me Hartlepool right? <laughs> and then, and then a tour group coming back to him going they don't want you are you taking the piss <laughs> Hartlepool don't want me there's well, so many lovely bat- there's Nexus there's uh, the showrooms there's now uh, Little Black Book which is a strip club Hartlepool's uh, first strip club he loves that he loves that yeah. that's why they opened it they thought he was coming <laughs> <laughs> and, and, he's, and he's piped up for the Scotland job as well well I, I don't know if he linked himself or what but his name was linked to the Scotland job Jim <laughs> I was like a dog with 14 dicks when I was there <laughs> <laughs> big Alan Ruff stick in the boot wasn't he <laughs> Alan Ruff former Scottish keeper Alan Ruff he's not having any of it he said Sven seems the kind of guy who puts his name forward for every job going correct Alan uh, we sh- <laughs> what's your problem <laughs> we shouldn't go down that road anyway <laughs> that golden road <laughs> that bald smooth road anyway he hasn't set the world on fire at his previous clubs I would be relieved to see the SFA look to a Scotsman and not a guy who can't get the Hartlepool job sticking the boot into Agreed. your head outrageous 
Yeah, I love Alan Ruff. He's um, <laughs> he was the goalkeeper for Scotland uh, in the World Cup '78. Yeah, the famous Archie Gemmell uh, game. But uh, one of my favourite ever pieces of the commentary, I think, is when he played for Hibs. He's a bit of a Hibs legend, wasn't he? Alan right. Ruff. And uh, it's a Scottish Cup semi-final. Great name, Alan way back Ruff. in the yeah, way back in the day. And I think Hibs famously knocked out Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and um, towards the end of the game, Ruff brings the ball out. From from goal, obviously, mm, mm. and does a little dummy past the uh, past the striker, oh, does he? and the commentator goes, "Here's Alan Ruff. Oh, look at Ruffy!" <laughs> <laughs> but he goes past the striker. It's amazing. He absolutely loves it. She yeah. don't eat meat, but she sure likes the ball. Exactly. Ruff, Ruff, Alan Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> superb. Top right, man. let's go to league <laughs> where uh, Leon are top. Mm. Yeah, well, I turned me back for two minutes. I thought PSG and Marseille were the teams, but yeah, it's Leon. It's nice to see Leon doing well again, isn't it? it I, is. I was worried for Leon because they were linked with a move for Morton Gamst Pedersen in the <laughs> summer. <they>? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. Well, it's good to see him with there pulling the strings. Yep, handsome. Um, good. Nice. Oh, yes. They're a point above second place Bordeaux and, and two in front of PSG with the game in hand on both sides. PSG lost uh, 2 1 at home to Rennes and uh, Marseille lost 1 0 to Bordeaux away. And Villa played, and Villa played for uh, Rennes as well. Back in, back in the frame yeah he looks sheepish as he did awful. so I hope he did uh, he never looks sheepish he looks like um, he looks like he'd be in Craig David's R&B troop do you think mm. yeah but he's, he's a bad he's a bad man old M Villa I see um, and champions Montpellier down in 14th just two points above the relegations so. yeah it's funny that because I, I, I mean I'm, I'm probably showing my, my lack of French knowledge here but they've only seen I think they've only lost Giroud haven't they they haven't lost loads of players I don't think so don't know what's happening know. Giroud did weigh in with a lot of goals for them but mm. I mean there's so much pressure on them as well because they, it's really unprecedented you know them winning the league like that so maybe it's just complete collapse in, in the second season you know as champions it's yeah. so much it's, un, it's, it's like it's like if Wigan were champs now. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's an odd <laughs> one, isn't it? Well, Blackburn Rovers were. <laughs> Have you uh, guys been on YouTube about recently, speaking of Vertley Goon? What's, what's YouTube? <laughs> A terrible <laughs> bit of uh, Joey Barton auto cue reading. Oh, what, for, for out in the... Uh... Out, out, out there, he's sort of going, uh, come and get on his website and, and speak to me if you want either in English it's called, or it's La Francaise <laughs> it's, called, it's called Twitter <laughs> oh dear but uh, yeah you can't read the autocue for, uh, for, for Nout oh. not like those bloody pros I tell you <laughs> no no um, you're right uh, right let's go to international football from last week where Sweden beat England 4-2 and according to Jamie Redknapp the world woke up to the mighty Zlatan yeah mm. <laughs> 31, I think we've, 31. We've, yeah we've covered this haven't we do we even yeah. need to no, I don't think so. I did quite. I, it was more for the comments somebody put on Twitter where they said, uh, "Guys, why are you getting so annoyed? Have you just woken up to Jamie Redknapp?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite nice. Poor old Jamie. He looked excited by it. I don't begrudge him that. No, I know. But I, I just like the fact that um, the, the Pushcast Awards was like, about to be like uh, all the nominations came out. And he yeah. went, right, I'm having a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boof. Oh, what a fourth. So, so one thing is worth saying: it's an amazing way to uh, mark the opening of your national. Stage. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> I think England under twenty ones lost to. Italy under 21 no, three all. Memory. Oh, was it, was it three all, yeah, yeah, at Wembley, yeah. <laughs> Not one for the annals, that, is it? No, exactly. <laughs> Some people are genuinely saying it's the best goal ever, though, which is ludicrous. Top three. <laughs> but, but there's a lot more people sort of going, oh, it's hitting, hitting hope. Every goal's hitting hope, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it. What, you hope it doesn't go in? Yeah. There's absolutely yeah. no way he didn't mean to score there. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, what else is he doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the Swedish coach, uh, was, uh, Hamron, is it Hamron? Hamron? Uh, he said uh, that it was like uh, somebody in a video game. I'd love to see what button that is, because I haven't yeah, impressed yeah. it. I would, I'd love that he landed on his front. Just in time to watch it sail in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that's what I had planned. Just <laughs> <laughs> having a little idea. Yeah. Saw Brawling do this in an advert once. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now he's selling, uh, selling um, vacuum cleaners. Yeah, Brawling was at one point. Yeah. Uh, where else in the international football? FIFA to investigate new allegations over Qatar 2022 World Cup bid. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> uh, and they're also pushing for futsal to become an Olympic sport. Oh, I saw the World Cup great. final, futsal World Cup final. Yeah. Yeah, in, in, in Kilburn as well. No, it was in Thailand. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was Sven there. It was in Thailand. I, sw- I didn't see Sven. Big Sepp was there though. Big Sepp was in the in the crowd. No, Sven was in Munich, of course. What we're talking oh, yeah, about exactly. for the for the eighteen sixty game. I was flicking between Leeds Millwall. I oh, sorry, Millwall Leeds mm. and uh, and the futsal World Cup final between uh, Brazil and uh, Spain. Yeah. yeah, it was a brilliant game. Um, Brazil uh, Brazil um, <clears throat> got it to two all in, in, and they went to extra time, and then uh, and they sealed it. A lot of skills. Yeah, Falcao, not that Falcao, yep. obviously. I think I think I'm right in saying he's like the legend of the futsal side. He's, yeah, he's one of them. He's about 35. 
have he's got 340 goals and 221 internationals. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's an incredible specimen. <laughs> it was it was it was magnificent. It really was. It, and I think that. Um, the most depressing thing is when you watch it you, you can't help but yourself think yeah England have probably shared this <laughs> yeah but we've barely yeah, ever played it that's right know. hey look I'd like to see Falcal do it on a wet windy yeah. night in Stoke but inside because that's where it's played yeah it's so, played yeah. inside yeah. it's fine yeah. Yeah, that's right uh, with a, one of those indoor footballs not the, the the small ones they have you know the furry ones that used to play oh yeah mm. remember them ones that yeah. get in the face are a real stinger yeah you couldn't yeah. do it um, that before you go on to Pete's game special mention little mensch for Carlos Puyol Training with Barcelona in Moscow, Moscow this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus six shorts and t-shirt. Oh yeah, everyone else snooded gloves. No, caveman. Yeah, didn't need it. Not CP. Yeah, he's loving it. Lovely. Uh, before we got Pete's game Ooh. as well, uh, the Corinthians match, match at the weekend. A one-legged pitch invader. <laughs> what? Did, didn't even bring a stick. <laughs> Glorious. That is amazing. And, the, and the, How? it looked like the security guard or whoever the hell it was uh, was trying to handcuff him at one point. We just ran on with. I was going to say with, with only one leg. Kind of. He's probably quite familiar with the uh, concept, but yeah, <laughs> just, just hard to do. That's really. superb. Hard Desperate, to get away from anyone. Desperately trying to think of a pun. Really, <laughs> no, am. No. can't get anything. That's no. right. yeah, we're going to do you for uh, for pitch invading. Well, I don't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> that like is that. Uh, a bit rude. And now to Pete's game after this. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. Press silence, please, for Play Your Cards, Mark Bright. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I told you Yeah maybe I'm running out Never Wow oh, You never don't play your cards Ian Wright You have to go Bright Mark Bright Okay fine. Is the one You've made your decision Pete at the footballramble.com Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right uh, I was born In 1961 This one's an horrible one <laughs> Thanks Stop John Burridge <laughs> No <laughs> Stop Steven Grusevich No <laughs> Stop Carnu. <laughs> <No. laughs> <clears throat> in 1996, I suffered a crumpled forehead while playing against Portsmouth. A sliver of shattered bone entered my eye. I suffered a depressed fracture which required 40 staples, facial reconstruction, and six metal plates in my skull, which will remain with me for the rest of my life. Stephen Grisovitz? <laughs> he just <laughs> looks oh like God. that. <laughs> Bloody That's intense. Oh, dear. <clears throat> He's had an hard life, this fella. Clearly. In the year 2000, March, I was stabbed by my wife. He's alright, that's fine. Okay. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) I worked as Arsenal's Norwegian scout for a short period of time. No, no, stop. John Jensen. No. No. (laughs) Wrong with this you. is tough. This is really tough. Yeah. In the year 2000, I took on the manager's role at Bergen Sparta of the Norwegian Fifth Division. Cool. <laughs> this is so difficult. Yeah. And harrowing. Yeah. I think that's adding to the difficulty. Just feel so sorry for this stranger. Stranger. He's not that much of a stranger. Well, I don't know who he is. He played a lot for West Ham. Stop, Ludic McCloskey. It's Trevor Morley, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh yeah, God, I knew that about Trevor Morley. It's a, hor- it's a rumor about why it was he was stabbed. Yeah, but that, was that we are not going to talk something. about. Yeah, that we can't say. But yeah, ah, <laughs> oh, Trevor Morley. Trevor I don't Morley. know why I was going for goalkeepers there. Yeah, but I started off with Burridge. Yeah, he did. I think, yes, I remember that was it. Stabbed by his wife and his own face, unfortunately. Oh, right, should we have some correspondence? Mm. I'd bloody love some. Yeah. So, uh, as we what remember, was the tweet? Well, as you remember last week, it was about things that happened to you at football when you were eleven. Um, this week's question of the week. On, out on Twitter we're at Football Ramble in honour of Home Alone being on TV the other night which oh. I bloody love mm. um, it was if your home was being invaded by burglars which footballer would you want as an accomplice to protect it and what traps would you lay so maybe you guys don't think about it and then and then you can put the, your own afterwards well, uh, yeah um, Andrew Findlay says I'd get Adiak and Bailly 
<laughs> and I'd set up hundreds of mirrors so everywhere you look all you see is him <laughs> terrifying <laughs> might not be worth it though yeah. no that's great that is Dave Shaw coming out from a different angle says Gary McAllister uncle of Kevin McAllister bound to have a few tricks up his sleeve oh Actually, yeah right. you know it's the house yeah, yeah. Uh, in like, fact I mean there's no real film though if he's no. got an uncle there no so. exactly yeah 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 home <laughs> not alone home with <laughs> home. home with Gary McAllister <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Home. <laughs> Home with Gary McAllister. I think I've seen uh, Soccer M do it. <laughs> nice. uh, La Liga UK says Jay Spearing because he just has a good mischievous look about him. He just mm-hmm. looks like he'd have a, a lot of marble. Like a little guard dog, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He could administer a spearing. Chris Inman, yeah, this is my favourite. Chris Inman. Go on then. At, Sp- at Spanky Patterson. Needs to be uh, needs to be respected. Inzaghi and I'd lay an offside trap. Oh, right? <laughs> yes. Good. Paul okay. Amy comes straight back in with Roy Keane. No traps, just him, stripped of the waist, burying his teeth and foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog. Hashtag shit the bed. Well, that's kind of what I would go. I would immediately think Duncan Ferguson. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, Duncan big Ferguson, Duncan. Ferguson, yeah. Duncan Ferguson, I would lay a Duncan Ferguson trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Eamon Warner says, John Terry, the house will be booby trapped with pint glasses full of urine everywhere, just like the film Signs. Is it? Not, not urine inside. No, I think, I it's, just water. Say, I think yeah. it is just water. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Edwards, friend of the show. Don't Andy, Andy Edwards, says, yeah. I'd want Edward Heskey to be the burglar. He'd guaranteed to fall into every trap. <laughs> no, you're not choosing the burglar, right? No, exactly. exactly. How can yeah. you choose your own burglar? No. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all like to do that. I remember those books, they were yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you, Andy. On the Duncan Ferguson thing, someone tweeted, there's quite a few tweets about Duncan Ferguson, but I thought it was a bit obvious. But someone seemed to imply that when he was burgled, Duncan Ferguson, he specifically rung the police and said, uh, rung the sort of um, 99. Nine exchange mm. and said, "Please, please, no ambulance." Wow, which is quite ruthless. Really, in, in both cases, he knocked yeah. the burglars out. Didn't yeah, he? didn't just hurt them, knocked them out. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably stuffed somewhere in his house. No um, ambulance. Yeah, they're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing you can do for them now. <laughs> oh, I need a coroner. Yeah. Uh, a couple more. Stuart Lane. Hurst, please. <laughs> Stuart Lane says a horrifically drunk Paul Jewel with a video camera and a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! If you don't know, if you don't understand that joke, just keep it that way. Yeah. You'll it's never be the same again. Not a joke. That still is, joke. Uh, that is top stuff. Yeah, and uh, but just, no, just a VHS of it, presumably. Yeah. Just put it on. Yeah, on the big screen. <laughs> you dirty animal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but not least Ballard Jones via Facebook says Rodrigo Palacio because I think his uh, rat tail is probably some sort of weapon mm. ok yeah, yeah. Mm. reasonable yeah, look out for one of those next week yeah. well thanks for that listeners that was great mm. stuff I'd roll like in Fenway down the stairs like a big ball yeah that, that takes some doing though wouldn't it mm-hmm. can you, can you just go to a ball and you don't want it okay fine because <laughs> yeah. the right. other option of making him do it is much harder yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say so he could chase them around the house like Pac-Man and eat them <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for a profile. Oh, yes it is, and uh, we've got the handsome Fabio Cannavaro coming oh, in to the team with us all of My gay crush. Is I want one of them. One of the many. Takes every box, doesn't he, Cannavaro? Doesn't he just? Yeah. It's yeah. what bald men think they look like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, like that. Yeah. Uh, born on the 13th of September, 1973. Oh, just uh, six years after the summer just, just six years. Mm. Born in Naples, uh, one of Italy's more rougher cities in the south of the country. More rougher? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Ruffer. The roughiest. <laughs> um, and, uh, well, it's got a bit of a reputation, hasn't it, Naples? Yes, yeah. I think that's fair to say. For being rougher than your average. <laughs> um, uh, <Dog. laughs> I don't know where this is going, <laughs> His father played football for a provincial side. His brother currently plays for Napoli. Yeah. Mm. Paolo. Um, Very good player in, indeed as well. It is important to know actually because uh, Fabio Cannavaro he does speak a lot about Naples and where he's from and I think people from that city do have a certain identity mm. th- perhaps even a stereotype from the rest of the country um, but also he, uh, Cannavaro suggests that it influences the football played there. He, uh, he seems to make out um, from what I've, I've read about Cannavaro in this, in this nature he seems to make out that growing up in Naples really helped him become the player he was because it that's was all right. about having fun and that's right. being outside mm, and people right. were a lot more like that in Naples mm. whereas he, he perhaps mentioned that they may not have been in, in other sort of more I yeah. suppose formal cities if you like well yeah in a number of interviews um, especially one with 442 he spoke about his childhood and, and he said that um, Naples is different to the rest of Italy he said it was, it was more in common with Rio de Janeiro than Milan for example well, okay. they get a lot of um, stick from the north don't they Naples people, they a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people um, you've got the Liga Nord who, who, who don't want um, the south to be part of Italy at all and obviously He's a very young country, not been unified for very long, and so. Well, he talked about um, a lot of people from Naples not actually supporting the Italian national side, and when right. Diego Maradona and Argentina played them in the World Cup um, semi-final of 1990, Mar- Diego. Well, Maradona was saying, you know, support us, kind of thing, and, and I think a few. I people- bet he was. <laughs> you know, because um, was, was Canavaro not a ball boy at uh, San Paolo as well? 
he was yeah he was. was there he was a ball boy uh, at the age of 12 and uh, he was right there when they won the league with, with Maradona on the side and, and in the interview he said that night there was a big party for all the players and the ball boys were invited too yeah. oh. I was 12 <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible isn't old, it? what a brilliantly formative experience yeah. <laughs> after that Jesus yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's very I mean nothing else is going to sort of you know Mate, you feel like you're a part of the fabric of the, the club like that. Like getting yeah. hammered with Maradona. <laughs> yeah. Hoovering up on the, the night, you know, yeah. at the age of 12. <laughs> on the night they've won the league. Your penis is, is the same size as mine. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, he talked a lot about playing football on the streets uh, in, in Naples. And uh, even when training with Napoli's youth set up, he would still go back and play football with his mates in the street using rubbish bags for goalposts or whatever they could find. And he said that, uh, as you said, Luke, that it, it helped his style of, of play. Um, he said on the street you play in a small space with few players and it changes your approach with no rules and little space you become cleverer and more flexible and, and we risk losing that he's saying that football nowadays has perhaps become a little bit too rigid but we often talk about you know Messi's the ultimate kind of street player that, that kind of thing um, but interestingly enough uh, when he played for Napoli's youth setup, he was actually a right midfielder Right. He, he wasn't a defender Now you think of this Kind of joyous football You know Expressing yourself And all the rest of it um, He said it was uh, A point of his career uh, During the semi-final Of an under-17s tournament That um, the, the, the opposition Had a particularly strong forward Oh he was given A man marking job Wasn't he like? Exactly yeah. The coach told Cannavaro to track him Wherever he went and Which is how he became A defender Because in his teenage years He said he learnt How to man mark Read the game From a defender's point of view And also worked a lot On his jumping Because he's only five foot nine, Which mm. was not very mm. tall For a centre-back um, and, and many said that he was more focused uh, than a lot of the other young hopefuls in the team which is why the coach could trust him with all these kind of instructions um, but he said it's perhaps something to do with the quality you're born with because he said that uh, timing is key to his game and claims that's something you don't learn it's innate mm. which um, I'm not going to disagree with, yeah. with from the great man um, and also another little uh, a lovely one was when he um, bre- was breaking into the first team he'd, uh, he'd sometimes train with the first team and when he was a youth player and got to mark Maradona in a few of the training sessions there's a quite a famous story where he would go in quite, quite sternly on, on Diego and a couple of the Napoli coaches were like whoa 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 take it easy there and Maradona was like no 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 don't change your style pal you know you mm. keep going weirdly out of character for Maradona though strange to even see Maradona turn up the training at Napoli <laughs> yeah. he was like I'm glad you gave me a kick I fell asleep there because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am hammered so this is why I don't bother coming <laughs> yeah. uh, he was only at Napoli for three years uh, before moving to Parma Although while at Napoli he did win the European Under-21 Championships where he enjoyed uh, the company of such teammates as Francesco Toldo, Christian Panucci, Filippo Inzaghi and Benito Carboni. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, hands on the trophy. Yeah. Uh, Napoli were short of catch, cash though and they needed to sell him so he went off to, to Parma, teamed up with Gigi Buffon and Lillian Turan. Some of the players they had, uh, mm. they, well, especially when they won the UEFA Cup and yep. they beat Marseille. That's right. Uh, they beat Reigns as well on, that, on the way to that. I think final. they did, yeah. yeah they had... Um, Buffon, Turam, Sensini, Cannavaro, obviously, Baggio. Was Ortega in Fuzier, there? Don't think so. Fuzer, um, Ferron, Chiesa, Crespo, Aspria. Yeah. He was involved. Abel Balbo. Oh, Abel sure, Balbo. Yeah. yeah, he was Come there. on. Because Palmer are a funny side because, because when we grew up. I remember them t- being a brilliant side. Yeah, because yeah. we, we grew up yeah. watching Italian football in that era, but traditionally they've not ever really been a big club. They've never won no. Serie A or anything. They come no. second. Mm. And they've won a few cups and things like that. But it was because they were owned by Palmer, that, that massive company that, mm. was, that basically went bankrupt. And then Palmer went bankrupt, didn't they, in the 80s? Mm, that's right. They had to start again, basically. Mm. It's weird because, I mean, they obviously assembled some side there. Well, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you, it's weird. You do think of Palmer of, not as being a giant of Italian. In football, but almost like a classic team, but they're not. It's just that we grew up in that era. But yeah. They happened to be for for a few years when they were bankrolled by. Well, like, yeah. well, like yeah. UEFA you you Cup, you know, they were always in the UEFA Cup. It's yeah, Cup Winners Cup final. Yeah. I was I was um, reading up about Parmalat because it's quite a fascinating story. Uh, not oh. so long ago, because you love your dairy, didn't you? I do. Yeah, you know, as you can tell, yeah, it's by looking. He's a sod for yeah. a yogurt. <laughs> Apparently, they they were they, well, they went bankrupt. <laughs> they had thirteen billion pounds. Worth of black holes in their accounts. It's <laughs> hard got, to hide. The guy who ran <laughs> it, I mean, trading in the wrong currency is a basic error. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who went to jail, the guy who found them went to jail for 10 years in Italy. No one goes to jail in Italy, do they? <laughs> no one comes out of jail. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Oh, God, it's Lira, is it? Fuck. Why is this not adding up? <laughs> 13 billion lira, what's that? 13 billion pounds? All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I better lay low for a bit. Sell him. (laughs) Sell Cannavaro. Sell him now. Uh, Back to Cannavaro. Uh, He did win a couple of um, uh, Copper Italias there. Um, He was at Parliament for seven years. Would win another uh, Euro Under-21 Championship there. Also made his international debut and played against England in a World Cup qualifier in 1998. Um, 1998 World Cup qualifier. It was in 1997, though. When he knew he was a player. An honour for the man. Playing against England. At Wembley. Yeah. Uh, Italy won 1-0, Zola scored. Oh, did they? Yeah, (laughs) funnily enough. Uh, England didn't score. Uh, he was brilliant. No yeah, we got the nil. Yeah. Um, to be fair, England did go ahead of uh, Italy. Yeah, um, he kept Alan Shearer quiet. Very I quiet. I wish he'd keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get him on match of the day? Get him on the <laughs> he kept Big Soul quiet as well that day. Yeah. Um, he kept everybody quiet. Um, he also he did play, but it's uh, World Cup '98. But it was at Euro 2000 where the world really saw his quality. Part of a back three with Nesta and Juliana, with with Maldini coming in as well as cover. Um, it's not a bad player to have as cover, is it? Yeah, <laughs> actually, was Maldini cover? He certainly, those four were the, the the players used in that back three. Reached the final, narrowly lost to France. Yeah. Two yeah. years later, Italy went out to South Korea in the second round of the World Cup because they d- will not learn. No, but they had their revenge against France. I think they did. Yeah. Um, uh, in the same year, though, 2002, uh, Cannavaro moved to Inter. Didn't have the best of times there. Inter it's a weird him. period for Inter where pretty much everyone who played for them didn't have the best of times. <laughs> well, they spent a lot of cash. I mean, he was about £20 million. And then after a couple of years, he was um, sold to Juventus in a, a sort of weird exchange with, for a sub-keeper or something like that. Right. Very, very odd. But he was reunited with Turama Buffon once again, and they won the league twice, although... After the Calciopoli scandal, those league titles were taken off him. Mm. Um, but he's not having any of it, so, you know. He's doing what everyone else does, he's still claiming them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. And then, of course, Juve went down to Serie B, uh, a number of players left. He was one of them, went to Madrid, where he won two La Ligas. But before he won those titles, it was the small matter of the 2006 World Cup in Germany. Mm. That back five. <laughs> I'm having that all day. Buffon, Grosso, Nesta, Cannavaro and uh, Zambrotta yeah mm. and yeah. then but Matarazzi came in for Nesta he did yeah because Nesta got injured against Czech Republic that's what Nesta does yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so I mean Cannavaro and Nesta had formed quite the centre back partnership as you could imagine bloody hell I mean uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really strange actually now, can you imagine the manager of the other team in the, before the game right chaps we're not going to score today yeah. So we need to keep a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they score in trouble. Yeah. Although oddly enough, um apart from Zidane's penalty, the US were the only team that scored against them. I think it was an own goal, but um very strange. Yeah. Very strange indeed. Um so yeah, Matarazzi and Nesta um sorry, Matarazzi and, and, and Cannavaro um formed the uh, the, the centre back partnership which would go on in the tournament to win them the cup. Uh, and the final match of the tournament was Cannavaro's 100th cap for Italy, where he led them to victory. He was, he was for me, his best game was against Germany in the semi. Oh, he was amazing in that. What a game it was. So, yeah, he was so good in that. Mm. And uh, Matarazzi, was all, it was all about Matarazzi in the final. I mean, he yeah. scored the goal, got to the answer. I've scored a penalty in the shootout as well. Yeah. The Matrix. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, he loves it. Not even their first choice, centre-back. No. no. He said, Matarazzi also, also said something really funny recently, like a, like a present of your that's like That's like Phil Jagielka or something in Brazil, <laughs> like getting a goal in the final. Already. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. But Matarazzi said recently in either a press interview or I don't know a book he released or something. He was asked what he said to Mourinho when Mourinho left Inter, because um, they're really good pals. Yeah, they? I remember them seeing them both cry. Yeah, and he yeah. said something. Uh, he says he said something like, "I can't believe you're leaving me with, with Benitez." <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's true, but that's what he said. Oh dear, yeah. oh dear, oh dear. Um, so it was after the final when uh, Cannavaro captained Italy to um, lift the World Cup trophy that he got the nickname Il Muro di Berlino, the Berlin Wall. Yeah, which was, uh, and fun. it's also nice for a Neapolitan to lift the trophy for Italy. Well, yeah. I- I- indeed it is, and he and he said that was a huge thing for the people of Naples. He said a lot more people supported Italy because of hi- um, because of him um, mm. in, in Naples, and he, he always sort of said in a weird way. It was, some people thought of it as almost revenge for some reason I don't, I don't quite know why but <laughs> Italy yeah, yeah. He, and also only <clears throat> defender to win world player of the year correct mm. beats Zidane and Ronaldinho in 2006 not bad uh, is it and defenders he won, never win and he won European yeah. player of the year and I think I have Beckenbauer won it I'm not sure if another defender did so he's, he's one of only two maybe three defenders to have won that trophy as okay well. right um, because FIFA World Player of the Year was of course from 91 to 2009 and then it merged with the Ballon d'Or whereas correct. the European Player of the Season has been going on a hell of a lot longer 
Um, so back at club level uh, after that incredible World Cup where he was one of the best players and Dunphy said remember Raymond Dunphy yeah. the, the famous uh, loud Irish pundit yeah. he said that because uh, remember that sort of time I think Rio Ferdinand might have signed a new contract and Dunphy said if, if Rio Ferdinand is worth 100 grand a week then Fabio Cannavaro is worth 100 million a day don't give um, the controls of your company to that guy Palmer no. um, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing wrong yeah. so back at Colorado, he did win two league titles with, with Madrid in a star-studded team uh, before he, he started to show uh, signs of old age he went yeah. back to Juve for a season Lionel Messi mm. was pulling his pants down fairly regularly <laughs> yeah. at that point I seem to remember Indeed. I wanted to gloss over that yeah. gloss um, over until he get to his termination <laughs> well, oh yeah Cannavaro your career has been terminating oh yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. Um, so so uh, he missed out on Euro 2008 although he did win his 127th cap uh, against Brazil in the Confederations Cup uh, in 2009 beating Maldini's record he would go on to, to gain 136 caps for his country uh, which of course is, is, is a record he's the most capped player how many? Yeah, 136 most oh, capped yeah. player in Italy's um, Italy's history which is bloody ridiculous <laughs> considering the players they've got especially centre-backs it's almost more appearances than Kieran Dyer's had in his career yeah that's <laughs> it um, we had time to kick Kieran Dyer. I'm joking, not really. It's not really. <laughs> and then he was at World Cup 2010, which was very disappointing, of course. Um, yeah. But let's not. Uh, let a famous not couple of battling draws against New Zealand and Paraguay, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Finished by a loss to Slovakia. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. They won it in 2006. Uh, and after this, uh, he wound down his career in Dubai, as you would. Yeah. Rocking a lovely could. small pair of pants, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> he does rock a pair of pants very well. Do you know, he rarely played yeah. because he was riddled with injuries and he didn't even have a medical when he went to um, Al Ali. They were just like, yeah, well, I've kind of. Were taken. <laughs> Did get on medical when he turned up and he was Sounds like, like that's positive for <laughs> Isn't he involved um, in Al Ali in some way still? Yeah, I think, I think he still lives out there, doesn't he? Believe he still lives in the Middle he's East. He's got one of those jobs where he's sort of honorary. They, 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 they just hand them like honorary the, money received. They just hand yeah, them the exactly. penthouse to their hotels more than yeah, exactly. Oh, we've got a, you know. The, I think Drogba's got one out there. Yeah, the club basically say, um, when you're out with your mates, will you tell them about us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those kind of jobs. Um, and then he retired in the summer of, of 2011. Um, but I mean, an incredible player. Um, yeah, I just remember him as being like, you know, an excellent reader of the game, good timer in the tackle. You know, really, really good. You know, mm. he, and he only really became a sort of muck and bullets type defender when he got a bit older. When he, mm. you know, which is fair enough. Yeah, when he, remember most he, English defenders start like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. But he brought Messi down at one point and, and looked up at the referee as if to say, "What? What do you want me to do?" Do you know what mm. I mean? I remember Bobby Zamora turning him uh, in the Europa League. Yeah, he had a shocker in that game, didn't he? But yeah, I mean, before that, you know, he was a very, very classy defender, really neat. You know, that's, a, that's oh yeah, the thing that re- I really oh, what remember about, that about tackle on Shevchenko. Yeah, you sent you sent around a little video um, a few hours ago of. Uh, of him doing like a kind of what would you call it he puts plans a standing foot <coughs> and then moves his right foot behind his left foot and just takes the ball off Shevchenko yes. Shevchenko hits the deck and he just doesn't know how, how it's him. happened it's like a little like, flicked tackle <laughs> yeah. I think he was you know, such an intelligent defender really good reading the his game, anticipation you know. as well yeah yeah, one of the one of the all time greats for sure Absolutely. indeed, indeed. Uh, one of the greats of the modern era I'll finish with a quote from, uh, from El Diego himself <laughs> talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking about his time at uh, Napoli he said the kids used to panic when they trained with us and all the more so when they saw me but one kid was different a little lad who somehow seemed huge every time I saw him I left with the feeling that I had witnessed a phenomenon that's the end of the Football Ramble this week if you want to get in touch the email address is show at thefootballramble.com the Twitter is at Football Ramble and the website is thefootballramble.com don't forget Football Ramble Christmas drinks 15th of December go to facebook.com forward slash thefootballramble or oh, sorry, forwards our football ramble for uh, for details. It'll be fun. Down straight, Luke, my man. Mm. Right then, chaps. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Beats. Goodbye, love you. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next week. I'm Joey Barton. Join my video chat on om.net where we can talk, you and I, in English or Parlez Francais. You and I, 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 you and I. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.